This is a Daily Wildcat production. Hello, Wildcats! My name is Vanessa Ontiveros, Daily Wildcat News Editor. And I'm Leia Lynn, Daily Wildcat Assistant News Editor. And this is Bear Down, Listen Up. Brought to you by the Daily Wildcat and Camp Student Radio. This week, we're tackling one of the biggest stories at UA that's gotten national attention, Border Patrol on campus. But before that, we're going green with the new environmental and sustainability segment, Bear Down, Green Up. And first, let's take a look at campus crime in Police Beat. Police Beat brings you the most interesting stories related to crime on campus each week. This week, One University of Arizona student received a rather special delivery, a bong he had sent himself. Police were first made aware of the suspicious package on March 11th when the mailroom attendant for Coronado Residence Hall called to report that the package smelled strongly of marijuana. The officer inspected the package and could also smell it. He went to the room of the student who the package was addressed to and asked to speak with him. The student agreed and explained that the package had a bong inside of it, not marijuana. The student had used the bong over spring break and mailed it to his dorm room. He opened the package to show the officer and, true to his word, inside was an 18-inch blue glass bong. The student told the officer that he had been placed in the diversion program last month for possession of marijuana. The officer informed him that he could not be diverted a second time. Instead, the officer cited, arrested, and released him for possession of paraphernalia. He also confiscated the bong. All information was obtained from UAPD reports. This story was originally reported by yours truly, Vanessa Ontiveros. For more on campus crime, check out our other podcast, Wildcat Crime. Hello, my name is Randall Eck, and I'm one of the Wildcat's political correspondents. The Associated Students of the University of Arizona, U of A's undergraduate student government body, hosted a Senate meeting this week to be briefed by administration on the new Honors Village. ACUA senators expressed their concerns over the affordability of the new Honors Village and its inclusivity. Rent and the required weekly swipe-based meal plan will run students anywhere from $12,000 to $15,000. UA representatives said the Honors Village construction is on schedule, but that the number of students currently planning to live in the village is lower than expected. ASUA President Natalyn Masters criticized the university for holding two UA dorms off the market, Graham Greenlee and Hopi, which are some of the most affordable options on campus. The Senate also voted this week to ratify the results of their general election, which was mostly uncontested. News from last week, the Senate voted unanimously to pass a resolution calling for the university to take a set of concrete steps to lower the cost of textbooks for students. Check in at www.wildcat.arizona.edu to keep up with all of our student government news and listen back to the podcast to hear more. Welcome to Bear Down, Green Up, the Daily Wildcat's sustainability and environmental beat segment. I'm Leia. And I'm Alana. We're here to tell you about all the sustainability efforts and issues at the University of Arizona. But first, here's a little bit about why we love being green. 
I grew up in Flagstaff, Arizona, where all there is to do is play outside. So naturally, I developed a deep care for the natural world since I was little. I love hiking, rock climbing, and surfing, and also I'm a Cheegan, aka a cheating vegan. I'm really interested in how we can start at the consumer level and make little changes in our lives that add up to big changes. Since I was little, I've always had a love for animals and for the outdoors. From elephants to butterflies, I love all the animals. The ocean, however, has always been super important and amazing to me. And in the future, I want to do work to help keep the ocean and all the animals in the ocean safe and clean. Speaking of water, did you know that 300 gallons of water are converted from water to ice every night at the central cooling plants at the University of Arizona? 91,875 gallons per minute are being chilled in the water pumping facilities. This is enough water to fill an average residential pool every 10 seconds, according to facilities management. Also, there are 6.5 miles of tunnels under campus to distribute steam and chilled water. This is all done to heat and cool the campus, resulting in tons of energy and water usage. Why is this important to know? It's good to just simply be aware of how much energy and water it takes to adjust the temperatures to our comfort. It should also be a public interest because the facilities management is trying hard to be as sustainable as they can be, but they lack a significant amount of funding to take on projects like upgrading our AC systems to be more efficient. This has been Bear Down, Green Up. Thank you for listening. Catch more stories covering the green beat at wildcat.arizona.edu. Hi, it's Randall again, and I'm here with Daily Wildcat reporter Marquise White. Marquise talked to a team of researchers, which include UA faculty, that will have a chance to study moon samples collected and kept stored for over 50 years. Marquise, can you tell me a little more about these samples and what questions these researchers hope to answer? So these samples have been sealed ever since they were first collected in the 70s during the Apollo 17 mission. They've been stored at freezing cold temperatures, and they're going to be compared to uh, samples kept at room temperature that have been unsealed already to see how different curation methods affect the samples. Can you tell me a little more about the researchers who brought this proposal to NASA? So the primary investigator is Jessica Barnes, who will be joining the UA in the fall as a professor. Throughout college, she always wanted to do earth science first until she took a random chance with uh, planetary science, and that led her to researching with NASA and eventually to this opportunity. So the University of Arizona is known for its close research relationship with NASA. We are currently a part of the OSIRIS-REx project looking to take rock samples from an asteroid. How will these lunar sample experiments benefit future UA and NASA missions? So this study should help the UA and NASA better understand what the best way is to store rock samples from OSIRIS-REx and future missions. Thank you for coming on the show, Marquise. You can read his full story at www.wildcat.arizona.edu. And now for our top story. The University of Arizona has been divided for a few weeks now on the issue of Border Patrol agents on campus. It's blown up into enough of a story that even the New York Times is covering it now. But we've got the reporter who's been on this from the beginning, Daily Wildcat Engagement Editor, Eddie Salaya. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, working these sources. Mm-hmm. So Eddie, how did this all start? So the exact, exact way it started is still a little bit murky, but if you watch any of the videos, they are available on some far-right sites still. Um, If you watch any of the videos shot by Denise, um, you can see that Border Patrol agents are 
seemingly presenting to a class what it was actually the Criminal Justice Association Club uh, in a classroom in Modern Languages building. And Denise, the young lady filming, starts to just kind of interact from outside of that doorway. So that that seems to be how it started. She seemed to see them through that door. Uh, that's as much as I've been able to learn. Mm-hmm. And before that, they were present at um, Spring Career Days, I think it was, too. Yes. that uh, I can't actually be sure whether or not these are separate agents uh, than the ones that were at the Career Day. Um, I've been trying to contact the Border Patrol. Um, I've not been able to hear back about that. So what was the next thing that you would say that has kind of sparked quite a bit of debate? So I think the real big thing that... Uh, that happened just this week is on Monday we found out that uh, the young lady Denise along with one other person who must have been there at some point during that initial uh, March 19th protest against the Border Patrol agents, they are going to be charged with misdemeanors. Uh, Denise, the the one filming, she's going to be charged with a uh, basically disrupting the uh, uh, disrupting an educational facility and uh, harassment. That has really gotten the protests going. Mm-hmm. What has the reaction to this whole situation been from either some of the different groups on campus, many of them has issued statements, or even just in the comment sections of these articles? So you're seeing a real divide. This is kind of a, uh, a, a from central casting case of uh, free speech and how it affects people on campus. From the left, you're starting to see people say that hey, um, so what, so she was a little bit rude to some federal agents. Um, the, the actual presentation was allowed to finish, and that is made clear in my story uh, available today in the Daily Wildcat. Uh, so that is a point that can Just be made. Just for clarification, today is Wednesday. <laughs> um, and then you see people on the right who say, well, sure, but that was still an educational facility, people wanted to hear those Border Patrol agents speak, um, and she kind of deplatformed them. So you can kind of see it from both uh, both angles as a free speech issue. Mm-hmm. And what are some of maybe the most notable reactions from specific groups here on campus? I think just today we learned of a letter issued by the Mexican-American Studies Department. Yes. Um, so I would say that and another one issued last evening by a group called UA Faculty of Color. They have brought up that there have been death threats made against the two students that have been charged. I can report right now that a death threat was made, a general threat was made uh, against the Mexican-American Studies program on Facebook. And that was that actually evacuated. Uh, the, the professors chose to cancel classes and some students just chose to not come into classes yesterday. So... I can report that. that That's a definite big-time response from that side. And then you have the college Republicans who tomorrow will be having a uh, uh, basically a presentation by the Border Patrol again uh, on campus. Uh, at, I believe it's the student union. So mm-hmm. definitely uh, two, two separate uh, ways of going about looking at this uh, are, are evident here. And from kind of the top brass, President Robbins seems to be standing um, behind this decision to bring criminal charges. Is that correct? At least right now, yes. Um, If you read his letter that he issued last Friday, um, March 30th, I believe, um, 
it was evident that he, uh, while he wants to encourage a, uh, an atmosphere of free speech here on campus, he is behind the idea that you cannot go in and basically disrupt or deplatform uh, during, I guess, what you would call a class, classroom experience. Mm-hmm. So that seems to be his point of view on this. All right. Anything else you want to update us on, Eddie? Um, I will definitely have more to report back after tomorrow's uh, Border Patrol meeting with the uh, college Republicans. There will be a counter, or I guess a protest uh, by some members of, uh, or some members related to the DACA groups, uh, other uh, marginalized groups here on campus. Um, So I'll definitely have more to report back after that. All right. You can read everything Eddie has already written and everything Eddie will be writing because it doesn't look like this story is stopping anytime soon on the Daily Wildcats website, www.wildcat.arizona.edu. From the Daily Wildcat and Camp Student Radio, this has been Bear Down, Listen Up. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, Bear Down. Thank you for listening to Bear Down, Listen Up, brought to you by the Daily Wildcat and Camp Student Radio. This episode was written and recorded by Vanessa Ontiveros, Leia Lynn, Alana Minkler, Randall Eck, Marquise White, and Eddie Celaya. Edited by Vanessa Ontiveros. Recorded in Camp Studios. Our logo was designed by Nick Trujillo. Our music was Being Happy by Purple Planet Music. The full version of each story and many others are available on our website, www.wildcat.arizona.edu. To contact the show, please email Vanessa O at dailywildcat.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>